Welcome once again to this series of the Women in Revival podcast. Again, this is going to be an informal session, but all that matters to me is that the Lord will pass whatsoever is in his heart across to you as we go through this particular series. It is a parenting series and we want to look at parenting a peculiar stage. I don't know is this stage I should call it a peculiar season of our children's life. And on the Women in Revival series, we are looking at preparing daughters for the teenagers. Some of you may be wondering why just daughters? Well, I am privileged to be a custodian of daughters and I love it when I'm able to share the word of God from what the Lord has done or is doing in my life. While I am able to speak to you on preparing sons for the teenage years, but most of the things I might share may probably be from theory or what I've seen from mothers. But what I will be sharing on preparing daughters for the teenage years will be from also out of what the Lord has done that He is doing. So it is my prayer that you will keep your heart open and let the Lord speak to you and to me also. I am still learning on this journey. So preparing daughters for the teenage years. One of the things that I've come to know is that preparation matters. In my modern role, one thing that I found very, very useful is the matter of preparing. You know, preparing my children before they get to a particular stage. For example, will they be starting reception, preparing their heart, preparing their intellect at home before they get to that stage of um, reception class for me i find such things very very helpful so preparing a child for puberty for example i find that very helpful i don't like them to just wake up to reality but i like preparing their hearts so that they know what to expect even as they are getting towards that stage so my prayer is that the Lord will speak to each and every one of us as we do this. So preparing daughters for the teenagers. I love daughters and I love sons also. But like I said, the Lord in his mercy decided that I am giving you daughters. So today I want us to quickly discuss the teenagers. The teenagers. And I'm sure you all know that the teenagers is... Um, a great season of life for our children, isn't it? And unfortunately, in some society, we have painted the teenage years as a very terribly, uh, a very terrible and turbulent time of a child's life. And to be honest with you, it doesn't have to be just the teenage years. Any season of child upbringing could be turbulent, it could be terrible, depending on hands our children are so the teenage years for me is a very unique season of life for our children you know some of them would have been going through puberty they would have experienced puberty and the teenage years kicks in and i think it's a great opportunity for us to utilize that time to help our children but since in this series what i'm talking about is prepare them actually before they get to the teenage years so what do I mean by the teenage years? The teenage years is year 13 to 19. So from age 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 
18, 19. So we call them teenage years because they are age that ends with 10, 10, 10, T-E-E-N. So that's why it's called teen age. Ages that ends with 10, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And it's amazing that these years that ends with 10, 10, 10 are 7 years. And for me personally, I don't think that is coincidence. The number seven means perfection, it means completion, it means rest. So as I look at the teenage years, I see it as a year of God perfecting my daughter, completing her, bringing her into his rest. So if that be the case, I believe that the role of mothers is to quickly step in and give them a definition of the teenage years before the world rope them into their idea of what the teenage years should be the teenage years are the years of choice making you no know, it's a time that many of our daughters and sons they choose subjects at secondary school level isn't it some of them those are the year they go into uni choose career choose university choose courses things like that so it is a very spectacular time of their growth so that is why I believe we need to journey with them and take them through even before they get into that season. So that when they get into that season, we can then journey along with them further. So the teenage years are years that God has purposefully put in place for our children and particularly for me, for our daughters. I want us to look at Psalms 144 verse 12, particularly the second part of verse 12 and it says let me read the old verse that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth that our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace so are you saying so i'm focusing on the daughter's part so god's plan for our daughters is that they will be as cornerstones some translation says as graceful pillars and it says polished so for me polishing our teenage girls must not start when they get into the teenagers we start with them ever before they enter into the teenagers we start polishing them polishing their mindset as to the teenagers polishing their mindset their thoughts as to the teenagers <laughs> i remember when my girl was maybe around six seven oh she really looked forward to the teenager i remember i think somebody bought her some shoes i can't remember that she was very happy he said yes this is the shoe that teenagers are wearing so you notice that most of them during their preteens they look forward to their teenagers so some of them will do their hair so this is how the teenagers do their hair so God's plan for you as the mother is to understand this season of your guest life and understand the uniqueness of God for the girl child. So God's plan and purpose for the girl child is that she will be a cornerstone, that she will be a pillar, a role model, a figure that nobody can ignore her voice, a girl that sets the record straight. And if we are going to get such girls, then there is a need for mothers to be involved ever before they get into the teenage years. So that even if there will be bumps 
and turbulence along the way, but because you fasten your belt with them, the journey becomes smoother. I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. So, the girl child in the mind and in the heart of God is that she will be sculptured. And if I am looking at all these verbs, sculptured, carved, polished, for me they are talking about deliberateness. So there is the need to be deliberate with your preteens in working them through their teenagers. You don't wait when they become teenagers before you begin to impact their hearts. You want to start now to begin to give them focus and vision for all that the teenagers entail. So don't forget, your girl child is to be a sculptured pillar. Is to be a pillar that is sculptured for the palace. Is to be a pillar that is carved for the palace. Is to be a polished pillar that will be after the similitude of the palace. So what I am saying is God wants daughters from Christian homes who will be role models, who will show the world what teenage years could be in the hands of God. And Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So why do I read this? There is a purpose for the teenagers. There is a season for every girl that live on, you know, to reach the stage of teenagers. And as the mother in that child's life, you have that grave responsibility to prepare her spirit, to prepare her soul, to prepare her body, to prepare her entity towards her teenagers. We will come back and begin to talk practically how can we go about doing that? What can we do? I will share a few things that I have found very helpful even in my own journey. So I want you to know this, that the teenagers are unique years. They are years of either making or marrying your child girl child they are years of helping them to stand tall knowing who they are in christ or they could be years of these girls carrying scars that will forever marry them and i'm praying that the lord will help you to see the uniqueness of your daughter and the uniqueness of the teenagers and the purpose of god for the teenagers don't forget there are seven specific years they are years of great foundation great perfection, completion, and year that the daughter God has given you could enter into God's rest. Rest regarding beauty, rest regarding fashion, rest regarding relationship. And that will come as you play your own part, even in a journey into the teenagers. So, thank you.
So thank you again for still joining me on this series of Women in Revival podcast. We are still dwelling on the series Preparing Daughters for the Teenagers. And I'm not sure if you've got a teenage girl or a preteen, or maybe yours is actually just a year old, two year old, three years old, and so on. Actually, there is no better time to learn all these things than now. I love learning ahead. I love preparing ahead. Don't think, well, I don't need this. You will need this at some point in your modern role. So preparing daughters for the teenagers. For me, the need to prepare daughters is very, very um, important because girls, the female gender, we are very delicate. So if we are not well handled, you can live an eternal scar upon a girl's life. So that is why we must trust the Lord to help us to handle the delicateness of our daughters and help to shape and mold them even throughout their teenage years and beyond. And I believe the Lord is faithful to do that. So last time we were looking at the teenage years itself and I was saying to you that there is a season for everything and that the plan of God for your daughter is that she will be a graceful pillar, a girl that is a sculptured pillar that adorns even the palace and this i was saying to you we take deliberateness isn't it and um, i'm praying that as we go on the lord speak to you if you missed yesterday's episode please do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to contact us our contact us page on our website gives you all the necessary information so on this series today i want us to look at journeying with your daughter's in Britain, yes. So, if you are going to prepare your daughter to have a stable teenage years, the honest truth is that it starts now that they are young. It starts now that they are not in their teenage years yet. Don't wait till your child enters teenage years before you begin to impact and prepare their heart. Actually, what has helped me in my own journey with my children is that I looked at the maturity of their hearts. So there were things I exposed them to very early in life that if some of you here, you will wonder, how could you do that? But as I studied my children, I understood their level of maturity. So I know what to put into their hands. So for example, my first girl, for example, I think by age five, six, she was already studying from a parallel Bible. So. If we are going to produce um, teenage girls that will be all the Lord wanted them to be, I believe there is the need to study them carefully, to journey with them ever before they get into that stage. It is in journeying with them that you begin to know their character traits. You begin to know their weaknesses, their strength, their interest, their focus, you know, and so on. So before I go on, because I'm getting overexcited now, let's go to Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. Proverbs 8, 17. Let's see what it says. It says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Now, obviously, this is talking about wisdom. And like Bible scholars have told us, talking about the Lord Jesus. While I am not particularly focusing on the Lord Jesus, but there is a principle I want you to take from it as you are raising your daughter and what is it seeking me early it says if you love me i love them that love me one thing with with children you need to show them love 
even when correcting them when correction comes in love it's more easier isn't it so showing them love early in life matters a lot be there for them give them your person not just things not just toys not just clothes so be there for them show them your love defend them defend their cause be available at what matters to them so then it goes on it says and those that seek me early shall find me so for me this is what i want you to see joining you with your daughter very early in life you know position you into that place of building solid friendship solid relationship with your daughter early on in life so that when she's about to fall your your hands are there to catch her so seeking early friendship with your child so i tell you for my daughter for example from when she was little maybe two three four or maybe let me say four we have time that we sit down mommy and daughter time when we talk heart to heart now you may think what does a four-year-old know what will she be saying i don't care whether she knows or not what matters to me is that we are talking and it can be amazing the depth of things that i get from this girl so i want to know what is happening what i'm doing that she's not happy about what is happening in her heart what is happening in her world so seek your daughter early create time if it means baking cake and sit together and say it's you and me so what do we talk about talk talk with that girl a child that is left by herself for many years of her life and now you want to work with her during her teenage years what about the gaps that you have created so for those of you who are raising under fives under ten so to say now engage them early so those that seek me early shall find me if you try to know your child early you will find them i'm praying the lord give us wisdom even regarding that now while i will talk practically some of the things we may do but like i said so, to some people sometimes if if telling you principles is one thing doing the principle is another thing the principle working for you is another thing and like i usually say there is a life that matches the principle i can tell you many things but if you are not carrying the life of jesus some of these principles unless you struggle with them and having done some you just become frustrated look i've done my best nothing is happening but there is a life a mother who is bearing in her body the dying of the lord jesus is that type of mother that can walk the road into the teenage years with her daughters i'm not saying she's perfect like if you ask my girls they will tell you i'm an imperfect mother and i myself will tell you many of my imperfection but the beauty of it is that i find perfection through christ so let's read song of solomon chapter 1 and verse 7 to 8 and it says tell me O thou who my soul loveth where thou feedest where thou makest thy flock to rest at noon for why should i be as one that turneth aside by the flocks of thy companions if thou know not all thou fearest among women go thy way forth by the footsteps of the flock and feed thy flock kids beside the shepherd's tent this is a scriptural verse that i've grown up to know since a dear sister shared this the lord has expanded it in my heart even beyond whatsoever she shared that very day so if you look at these two verses the lord is calling the mother that we journey with our daughter into the teenage years as his beloved 
says, tell me, oh thou who my soul loves. For me, I see God giving me daughters to raise for him as an expression of God's love. And it says, where do you make your flock to rest at noon? So that means before your child gets into teenagers, what are the activities you've engaged in with that child? What have you done? Some of your daughters don't know you. You yourself, you don't know your daughters. Your daughters are being raised by child minders, by schools and breakfast clubs. You don't really know your girls. And if you look at this verse, there is the need to work with your child at their noon day. Some of them, you drop them at school. After school, you don't know what is really happening. And I have said this again and again. And you ask mothers who have children in schools, the closing time is the best time to get things out of your girls. They talk. There are things that have happened in school that they just want to vent out. So when a mother is not there to listen to the inner cry of her daughter, you just keep this thing in. And unfortunately, some of them end up pouring out to strangers. So there is the need to know where your child is feeding, what your child is feasting her soul in, even in these preteen years. And not even preteen, even from age two. Who is parenting your child? Is it the television? Is it Paw Patrol? While I'm not saying it's wrong to watch all of those, is it Dora and the likes? Or are you the one, you know, organizing the day of your daughter, laying a path for that child to go? And it goes, I say, why should you be as one that turn aside by the flocks of your companion? Now, verse 8, and it then says, if you don't know. Now, I'm seeing God saying, don't beat yourself too much. You may have made mistakes. You may not have been there for your daughters, but there is hope. There is hope. Say so now, go your way by the footsteps of the flock and now begin to feed your kids beside the shepherd's tent. Wow, I don't have the time to break this into pieces. But if there's anything that I want to touch on as I talk about the need for you as a mother of a girl child to journey with your daughter in a preteen years. There is the need to start from while your child is a toddler, engage her. If you've not been doing so, now is the time. You know, get books, read books together, watch movies together, look for creative, do things together. Some of the things that I've done with my girls, I remember doing, we still do it, even though we haven't done this for a while now. I do what I call weekend of fun, you know, I tell, I ask every um, somebody host the day amongst my girls and myself, we host the weekend, a weekend in a month and we have a theme, the color, whoever is doing that, you know, choose the theme and uh, we set the pace, it's just a way of engaging them. So engage your daughter, even right now, from the toddler years, put the baby on your lap, talk, you know. I don't know how to say this better than how I'm saying it. Read books together with your daughter. You know, make yourself available to your daughter. Watch what she's watching. Be part of her life. That is how you begin the journey. The journey to teenage years does not start until when you get to the teenage years. No, it actually starts now. It starts now. Spend time together when you go shopping. Go shopping together. Do things together. Let her learn. Um, womanliness from you let our land god's design for womanhood from you 
I, there is a story that's coming to my heart. I remember once my daughter and I went shopping. Then she was around three, and she went into the shop. I think it was Poundland, if I'm correct, or everything one I can't remember. Anyway, one of the shops. And I remember my daughter running very. She saw sanitary pads and she packed them said mommy you need this you need this and she said i need to buy it. and you know why did that go that she knew that i use it so many years down the line now she's in that stage so show womanliness to your daughter teach them sometimes you just need to sit down and discuss what would you like me to talk to you about tell them little little stories take them tell them exciting stories make yourself available play with them have they taught the teddy bears have the toys play with them sit and play with their toys sit on the ground and play together be there for your daughter that is what i'm saying women are made for relationship and the best relationship that your child can have on earth is you the mother particularly your girl child be there relate with her listen to her inner cry listen to her play and as you do this you are setting the pace in building a good relationship with her even ever before the teenagers. Amen. Thank you once again for still joining us on this series of the Women in Revival podcast. We are still continuing preparing daughters for the teenagers and I hope what we've shared so far has been a blessing. If you need to contact us, do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk and the contact number is plus 44-7944-398-415. And if you've missed any episodes or need other resources, again, visit our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk. Go on our podcast by series. Last time we were looking at the need for you to journey with your daughters in the preteen years. And I was saying, actually, it starts from when they are told last. You need to engage them. And you may be saying, I don't even know what to do. I think another thing that I can encourage is that engage other mothers. Nobody knows it all. Learn from others what they are doing and see how you can implement that in your own mother-daughter relationship with your daughter. Read books. Listen to messages for mothers of girls. So on today's episode, I want us to move on now as we look at giving pretense vision for teenagers. You know, we don't want a situation when our daughters get to the teenage years and they begin to struggle. No, it is our responsibility as mothers to give vision to our girls. Vision as to how to dress, vision as to cooking, vision as to eating healthy, 
vision as to many aspects of life. It is our job, our role, and our responsibility as mothers to give daughters such vision. You know, give them the vision for biblical womanhood. It is our responsibility. And because if we are not doing this, girls have gone to extreme. There are extremes that girls have gone to. For example, concerning their bodies. Some are piercing different parts of their body that they ought not to pierce. Some are finding assurance, you know, and acceptance in men, in boys. Some for them to feel beautiful, they unless they've got artificial nails, artificial hair, artificial eyelashes, and so on, you know, they don't feel the beauty. Some of them are thinking of when they will grow up a little bit and they can do plastic surgery and you know all sorts of things some of them are engaging in premarital relationship and the likes and if we mothers are not quickly coming to the rescue early you know god forbid that the enemy damage even the lives of our daughters so hence the reason why you and i as mothers of girls we have that responsibility to give our preteens, our pre-teenage girls vision for their teenagers. Don't let the world define beauty to your daughter. Don't let the world define fashion to your daughters. You trust God to use you to help your daughter to find definition even in Christ Jesus as to what teenagers entails and the purpose of the teenagers. You can sit with your daughter, talk about what did she think the teenagers it's like what are her goals what is she seeking to accomplish you know things like you may look at teenagers in the bible things like that you know just to get her engaged there is a book that i highly recommend a beautiful girlhood i actually love reading it with my girls before they get to the teenagers you can do it weekly you sit together and talk you know i remember when i first did it what i did was to get bulb flowers maybe lily rose um, tulips daffodil any bulb flower that can blossom so i love getting that first and we watch it for some days and see how it grows how it blossoms. and sometimes i may pluck one forcefully or open one forcefully and they see what became of that flower they see the delicateness of that flower and i use that to now teach them so look for live things like that that you might be able to use to equip your own daughters now, sometimes i use dollies for example if i'm dealing with modesty i can buy a new modest dolly from shop and bring it and ask them what is the problem with this dolly and they tell me and i say okay so we need to fix this dolly so we might start doing and sewing sometimes we misuse some skirts and blouses to redress the toy the dolly you know to give the dolly a more modest outlook so just be skillful just get active even though that's not the word that i'm looking for get creative yes that is what i'm looking for the holy spirit can inspire you as to what you can do to give your pre-teenage girls vision for the teenagers so let us go quickly now quickly take a few verses before we finish john chapter 5 verse 19 and verse 36 then answered jesus and said unto them verily verily i said unto, i say unto you the son can do nothing of himself but what he seeth the father do for what things soever he doeth 
these also do it, the son likewise. So are you saying, this is the Lord Jesus talking. Say, look, I can do nothing of myself. I can only do what I see my father doing. Because I, the son, will do whatsoever I see my father do. So what is this saying to you? I am saying Jesus, say, my father sets the pace. He gives me the vision. So as Christian mothers, we need to set the pace for our girl children. Let them see what um, girlhood is from our life. Tell them your girlhood stories. I tell them some silly mistakes that I made as a young girl. Some choices that I made. I tell them some stories of my growing up. So, equip them. That is part of giving them the right vision for the teenagers. And if you look at the verse 30 of that joint chapter 5, again, Jesus is still talking here. The NIV says, By myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear. And my judgment is just for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Are you seeing? Jesus again saying it that, look, I can't do anything of myself. So if you are not equipping, if you are not involving yourself with your girl child, then you are making the future of that child to be aimless. So give them aim. Give them challenges. You know, give them things to do. Tell her, go and write your goals for your first teenage years. Whether she write it well or not is irrelevant. What matters is you want to see what is in her heart. And you, who knows, you may be able to work with that. So give them vision. And I will be talking very soon on other ways in which you can do that. And now, Proverbs 22 verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. We all know this verse, isn't it? There is a need to train up our children in the way to go. That means give them vision, give them direction, give them the pathway to go. And when they now grow old, they won't depart from that path that you have shown them. I'm praying the Lord will help you. So how can you practically do this, even with your girl children? Like I said earlier, invest in books. I love books. I engage my daughters with books. There are all sorts of books we've read together, you know, that we see. there are theological books we've read together, there are girl-specific books we've done together that we sit down, read, and chat over it. There was this book, The King's Daughter, I can't remember, and other stories for girls. You know, many books, honestly, many, that you can read together. You know, there is this book that I've recommended for mothers whose daughters are getting into the puberty stage. It's called um, Beautifully Made. I think it's Astray series. Yes. So, these are books that you can do together to talk about the puberty stage, what happens, the growth, the everything. You know, we begin to talk about that ever before they get into the teenage years. You tell them about your first, um, when you had your first bra, your experience, you know, what happened things like that maybe you didn't have a mother figure who helped you then tell your daughter the privilege you have to have a mommy that is going to, taking you through don't take it for granted i never had one who took me through even though i had a mother she wasn't there for me blah 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 so share those things with your daughter and tell her don't take this opportunity for granted so two books together you know you may start by just making a cup of tea or hot chocolate and 
maybe a cupcake and say okay it's you and i time together just short time of talk and talk together read a chapter and sometimes you don't have to finish a chapter you may read few pages and chat over that and talk over that there are quite a lot of books that i could have recommended there is the lies girls believe for preteens you know you can lay hold of that there is this storybook the true princess and many books that you can just sit together and read and chat and laugh and you know do things together in doing this you will learn a lot there are stories about other girls that you can read in in books that you can question your child and quiz her on and help her to see the wrong vision that maybe a girl had prior to her teenage years and the ones that had the right vision and what God made of that you know and um, there are some classic books that are classic that you can read together you know like uh, what do you call it? the little little women I know my daughters love that and there was this set of books also LC series there's the LC womanhood all sorts of LC series so you may get and there is the Elizabeth George series of books the young woman series you know you can lay hold on this and journey the journey with your daughters and I think there are also podcasts and YouTube session for teenage girls there's no reason there is no reason why you can't sit down say let's watch this 10 minutes episode let's listen together you listen you talk make it fun sometimes it might mean taking that child out on a date and you talk about life listen to her questions her concerns and affirm and you know encourage and assure her and you know create specific time to talk about what is her what does she think that the teenage years is so for example some of the things we've done on day one or day two talking about what the teenage years are you can sit down to take your child through that tell her teenagers are seven years of great formation and how you yield to the lord matters a lot so i'm praying that the lord will give you the wisdom that is needed to give your daughter the right vision for the teenagers don't wait for the music industry to do that don't wait for the media industry to do that don't wait for your child's school to do that don't wait for your child's friends to give them the wrong vision of the teenagers tell them stories in the bible girls that made wrong choices for example dina the daughter of david dina the daughter of jacob you may tell such stories you know you may tell the stories of um, the maid of naaman look at girl stories and say let's look at the girls of the bible look at the story of rebecca all sorts of stories so let's talk about it sometimes you tell her you will be the one sharing in our talk as we sit together so what did you discover from rebecca share your thought and then you share your thought with her and you pray as you are doing that indirectly you are setting a vision for that girl's life you read stories like the, the woman in proverbs 7 the adulterous woman you know read stories like that it talks of a woman who went out with the attire of an harlot you know that means you can talk about okay let's talk about clothing if the bible says there is an attire that belongs to our lot then let's talk about it how do we look how do we present ourselves things like that they are ways of giving your daughter vision as to our outlook and many other aspects you know even vision as to having quiet time you can't be accomplishing that when she's in her teenage years you start now ever before she gets there 
teach her how to do a quiet time. As time goes on, she will be stabilized. And I'm praying that as you do your bit, you will be able to give unto this child even godly vision for the teenage years. Amen. Welcome back again to the Women in Revival podcast. Um, we are still on the series Preparing Daughters for the Teenage Years. The teenage years are peculiar years. They are years that we can either make or mar our girls, depending on how we handle those years. Uh, I have been saying, actually, what we want those years to be will not happen when they get there. We start now whatever level you are in your mothering role to that girl child that you've got start now start giving them vision for the teenagers so last time we we're looking at giving preteens vision for teenagers there is the need to give our children visions you know particularly the young ones they always they are looking forward to something looking forward to something so give them something to to look forward to give them god's vision for their teenagers Talk to get your girls about, you know, the changes that happen during puberty stage, you know, tell them how they shouldn't compare their body with that of their friends, you know, talk to your girls about hormones, how it is a gift from God, the effect and what their reaction should be to it, you know, tell them who put um, hormones there, John 1, 2 tells us that by Christ all things are created, isn't it? So tell them who determines what their body shape should be. Tell them why their body complexion, why their height, why their stature, things like that. Let them know they are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, talk to them about fashion, about beauty, and what their attitude should be to beauty and fashion and things like that. Read scriptures on beauty and on fashion, you know, to them. And as you do the new scriptures like Proverbs 31, 30, 1 Peter 3, verse 3 to 4, and the like. Share them even with your girl child. And I'm sure as you do your bit, God is faithful to do his. So talk to them about breast burden, the usefulness of breast, no matter the size. And you know, discuss the concerns of your girl about breast size and what her attitude should be as a daughter of God. Discuss menstruation, the usefulness of the same, and what your daughter's attitude should be as a daughter of god you know many things you can discuss with your daughter you know the pubic hair growth begin to talk to them before they get to that stage so that when they get to that stage they find themselves well equipped before then and then by the time they are entering the teenagers they are confident god wants us to raise girls who are confident whatever their stature is so today i want us to look at the rite of passage you know, introducing rite of passage to our daughters as they get into the teenagers. I'm not saying it's a must, but I have found it very useful, very helpful. So let's quickly read Songs of Solomon chapter 1 again, verse 8, then we discuss. So Songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 8 says, If thou know, O thou fairest among women, go thy way forth by the footsteps of thy flock, and feed thy kids beside the shepherds. Things. So, if you don't know, 
most beautiful woman follow the tracks of the sheep and graze your young goat so this for me this is what the rite of passage is is my way of following the track of my daughters so what i do is the day they turn 13 or a saturday after we gather a few friends and loved ones we've been doing it actually it's becoming more of a community thing among some of us women so we gather together you know have a celebration we have a purity chair where they will sit on and there is a crown there is all sorts of things that we will do anyway and there will be counsel and advice so it's a time that the girl child knows that look i'm not on my own and there are eyes that are beholding my outcome so we sit together they come to my home or whose daughter is doing that we go there we surround them and affirm and encourage the girl as to the journey into the teenagers and discussion could vary from all sorts of topics and subjects that will help identify even that girl child so i believe so much in the rite of passage you're celebrating that child that i'm celebrating god that you have come to your teenagers and you have seven years ahead of you don't waste those seven years make the best of it and also when your daughter gets their first menstruation oftentimes they get it before they turn 13 isn't it so celebrate with her you know tell her oh you've become a woman and the implication of that celebrate with her rejoice let us see as a gift from the lord and you know these are little little things that i believe we can introduce even to our daughters for me for example the the, the what we do we call it in shower you know, it's just a time that we come together and just we sing songs we read scriptures and share tips that might help that daughter it ranges from any subject it could be on cleanliness it could be on personal care it could be on quiet it could be on anything people just give counsel even to the child that is journeying on the road that she's never journeyed before so i encourage you it could be just something between you your husband to do for your daughter as she gets into that age if you want to know more about that do feel free to contact us and i will be delighted to respond to you again our website is www.okofrighteousness.co.uk or contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five the bible says the king's daughter is all glorious within and how does this happen as we journey with them and a rite of passage is an opportunity to affirm that to bring their mind back to the glory within the jesus within them and i'm praying that as you look for little little opportunities to affirm and support your daughter pre-teenagers at teenagers and post-teenagers the lord who is our faithful father will yield the dividend even in your child's life amen So thank you so much for joining me to the end of this series, Preparing Daughters for the Teenage Years. 
if you've missed any episode go back to our website oakofrighteousness.co.uk go on our podcast by series and you find this particular series here preparing daughters for the teenagers listen again you can share with people you can bring other mothers of teenagers together and listen to this discuss it i found these things like this to be very helpful discuss it and see how the lord help you to follow your daughter throughout her childhood years into the teenage years we've come to the end of this series today and last time i was saying to you that look into rites of passage as your daughter is leaving the 12th year you know she's moving from childhood into a journey that leads into her adulthood so it's it's worth celebrating it's worth pointing such a child's art to a maker and a creator and we use the rite of passage what i call the teen shower for example as a means to do that where we welcome and usher the child into the teenagers what it entails the few counsel that we can give and advice and to be honest most of our girls that we've done this for they look forward to it i have one of my girls waiting for it and i'm already hearing yes they are for my teen shower things like that so they look for it they look forward to it it's a kind of reminding them that you are not on your own you have a community of godly women who are looking at you who want to journey this journey with you and there are many mothers some who have raised teenagers Many of them will be there giving counsel. There are other teenage girls who have joined the journey already. They share counsel. It's such a lovely time. We eat, we drink, we celebrate, and it's such a lovely time. That's all I will say. And most of our daughters, uh, so far, those that have we've done it for, they look forward. They talk. They talk of their teen shower. So there's nothing wrong in introducing a rite of passage, even to your daughter as they come to that. A significant time in life and today as we round up this series I want us to finish today by talking about trusting God with the teenagers I know there have been many myths many truths and lies many fears and concerns about the teenagers but this is my own assurance that faithful is the Lord this is my assurance that the gift of the Lord makes rich and it has no sorrow to it. The children God has given me, they are a gift from the Lord. And the teenage years is a gift. And it will make me sorrow. So, standing on that perspective, it helps me to receive the teenage years with joy, not with apprehension and anxiety. So, you need to trust the Lord with your daughter's teenage years. This is very, very important. If you don't want your daughter to be fearful, young woman then she will learn that from you so trust god with your daughter's teenagers the book of proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 says trust in the lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path trust in the lord concerning that girl don't lean on other people's understanding don't lean on your own understanding the fact that a child was raised in a christian home and derailed does not mean yours will go down the drain so don't 
use other people's situation to weigh your own situation don't look at other people's situation or or what happened to other christian families teenagers and say well no matter what people do for them anyway they still make wrong choices no i am not agreeing with that i am looking at the faithfulness of god so trust the lord don't listen to people's story sometimes we say well sometimes no matter how you raise some children in christ they still make their choices which is true but however and this is a prayer i always say to the lord lord i may not be able to trust my children but i can trust you with them i can trust you with their tomorrow and that is it you must come to that place of trusting the lord not relying on what you see and what you don't see because you are not omnipotent you are not omnipresent you are not omnipresent you are limited hence the reason why you need to trust your daughter's teenage years into god's hands keep praying for that girl set days aside to fast and pray for that child if need be that is not a wrong thing to do so all i'm saying to you as i talk about preparing your daughter for the teenage years is this prepare with hope prepare knowing that this daughter is going to turn out well prepare knowing that god is going to give unto you a graceful pillar a young girl who will be a sculpture for the palaces of tomorrow so don't raise your daughter don't prepare her with fear with um anxiety maybe there are things you suffered in your teenage years you rest in the lord that this one that the lord has given you the one who gave her to you is faithful to watch over her so that bible says lean not on your own understanding and don't lean on the understanding of other mothers even though we talked about the need to get a community of godly mothers can i also say sometimes what a parent does may not be worth with ap so that is where engaging the lord comes there are counsels there are principles some people may have used in their own journey with their teenage daughter that may not work effectively for you so seek the heart of god seek the mind of god and the verse says in all your ways submit to him as you journey with your daughter into her teenage years and beyond submit to the lord if you want to see a submissive daughter you submit to the lord submit your heart desire for your daughter to the lord and as you do to the bible says he will direct your path and he will direct the path of your daughter and it is my prayer that the hand that guards that guides that leads will lead you and lead your teenage girl and lead your preaching into his destination for i know there is an expected end of god for your child and god is faithful to carry both of you to his chosen destination be encouraged look at the teenage years with joy the bible spoke of the proverbs woman that she is not afraid of the snow white all her household are clothed in scarlet clothe your daughter with the scarlet of salvation point her to the death of jesus and as you do that rest in what god and god alone can do and the grace of god our lord jesus christ be with you and your daughter and may the word of god garrison in your heart as you plant the seed of the word even into your daughter's heart god is able to give us teenage girls 
that are standing for him, that know their worth, that know who they are, even in Christ Jesus.